And welcome to uh, a special edition, 4th of July week, special edition of Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I am Brandon. And I am Craig, here on a Thursday instead of a Monday. I know. Welcome back. Hey, thank you very much. Um, had a good uh, weekend away. Uh, we left Friday and mm-hmm. came back on Tuesday. And, and let me just tell you something about traveling on the 4th of July weekend. Next year when ne- I do don't this. Don't never do it. I'm not coming back the day after the 4th of July. Just not going to do it. It's just bumper to bumper through all the major cities. It takes twice as long or three times. Cincinnati, I, I love Cincinnati, Ohio. Everybody knows I love it. I can't, uh, you know, it's always, I just love Cincinnati. I cannot take the traffic anymore. And getting through Cincinnati from about Florence all the way to almost north of the city, almost to 275. And if you know what I'm talking about, so from Florence uh, coming across the Florence, bridge up to 275. Yeah, exactly. It was absolutely unbelievable. There was wrecks. There was slow traffic. There was road construction. You sent me a picture. Uh, I think you were coming across the bridge. And it was just brutal. And I put things I don't miss about Cincinnati. Exactly. 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 But, no, we had a good time. Went down and spent some time with some friends of ours down in Townsend, Tennessee. It's, um, you know, the other side of the mountain from Gatlinburg. Went to Cades Cove. Saw some bears. and Nice. Ate out a lot, which was good. And, That's good. Um, I saw something I'd never seen before in my life. We were getting ready to go see the fireworks on 4th of July night. And uh, we walked out of their their house that they have, and we heard this boom. Oh, no. And I thought it was fireworks. I was like, man, those fireworks sound like a cannon. We drive to the end of their subdivision, and coming out, I look down. It just smoke coming up. One of the restaurants had caught on fire, and we think that there was an explosion of gas in there, and it was like a movie fire. It was like perfect. It was like they did that on purpose. And the fire department had come yet. We were like the first ones on the scene. Wow. And we were passing the fire department as we were um, come, going to the fireworks. And, um, yeah, it was. That's crazy. It was crazy. It was really crazy. But um, had a good time, though. Good. Yeah. Sorry good. for the restaurant. Nobody was in there, though. So thank right. you for that. Well, that's good. So how about you? You doing doing all right? And I know you were excited to see me when I got back yesterday. I was. I gave you a big old hug. You did. It was. No, it was good. It, it was a good week, a good weekend. Um, we just kind of, we went swimming a few days. The weather's been really nice to be able to do that. Hot a couple days. But mm, last when, week was terribly hot. When you're by the pool, it doesn't matter, I guess. So, um, but no, it, it's been good. I, I just want to say thank you. I think. Hold on. I, I don't even know. I This may be a premature thank you to you. Um, <clears throat> for your your team, last night they lost. Gosh, not thank you. Never mind. I went to bed. They were winning. They were beating the Mets, and I thought, oh, here we go. We're gonna pull another game they closer. Lost. And they blew it. They were up. They were up, and then they lost it. So, yeah. well, when you're almost thirty games under five hundred, it's a crapshoot for every game. <laughs> the Reds are playing. <laughs> Awful. Well, yeah. I mean, when you start out going, what was it, three and twenty-two? Yeah. I'm. You have nowhere else to go but up. Yes. So that's um, true. And when you're a big, um, I guess your big stud thir- first baseman who you're paying twenty-five million dollars a year is hitting only two oh two with um, you know halfway through the season. I've watched some of their games. Terrible, I'm actually surprised terrible. that his batting average is that high. Like, he has been dismal this year. Yeah. I, actually, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm 56 years old, and you threw me up as many games as he has, barring no injuries. I guarantee, by accident, I could hit 202. Just be, I may not have any home runs. Right. Just accident. 
just putting your bat out on the ball on those guys throwing 100 miles an hour, it's going to go over the second baseman's head. Right. I mean, right. it's just by accident. So I, I don't like, know how you be up there slap button like the girls do in softball. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how you hit 202. To be honest with you, that yeah, that is rough. terrible. On the other hand, though, my Braves are playing really good baseball right now. I didn't know they were yours. Did you buy them? They are. I did. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm actually in the front office now and, and day to day operations. <laughs> I saw that um, Aaron Judge for the Yankees hit his 30th home run last uh, night. That's um, quite the feat going into the All Star game. Yeah, it is. 30 is a lot. I think I saw last night Kyle Schwarber hit like what 25 and 26 or 26 and 27, which he's not a spring chicken anymore either. <laughs> and so that Sorry, was that. you know that's a pretty big feat for him. That. <laughs> You all right? I'll be all right. You yeah. okay over there? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, yeah, that is a big feat. And um, 30 home runs. You, you look at those guys going into the All-Star game, they're hitting 30 home runs. They're either going to have a humongous monster mm-hmm. season or at the tail end of the season, he'll end up with flop. 41 yep. home runs and 10 or 12 more than what he is. So right. people get so pumped up, oh, he's going to hit 80 home runs this year. No, not necessarily. Yeah. you got to be real healthy. And he's not the healthiest. He's never had a really healthy season except Aaron for Judge. one. Yeah. yeah. He's always hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I think he's too muscle bound to be honest with you. He, I think I think very I think when you're that muscle bound playing baseball, I think it's not good for you. I yeah. don't think you're. I don't think you should be like that. Uh, what is it? Stanton for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. What is his Juan name? Carlos? Juan Carlos. He is so muscle bound. Yeah. I mean, this guy's got the perfect physique of all time, and um, you know, hardly any body fat or whatsoever. But that guy's been hurt. I yeah. mean. He had one year with the Yankees, and he was hurt like the next four. Yep. And this and then, year he's playing. And then you it. look at people who are still playing. How old is Albert Pujols? Forty-three. He's having a better season than. Uh, and he's got a dad bod. So, yeah, he's got I, a, exactly. He's got a big dad bod. Yeah, he does. And, but um, he okay. That's what I don't understand because we were the Braves just were they're playing the Cardinals right now, right? And so Albert Pujols went two for three. The Braves are up by like one run or no two runs last night. And they're making some headway in, it was either the 8th or the ninth. I think it was the 8th. Albert Pujols is coming up. What do they do? They pinch hit for him. They set him back. And you could just see it in his face like, are, are you serious? Like, he's two for three. He's hitting the ball well, and they pinch hit for him. And the guy gets up and makes an out. Correct me if I'm Ends wrong. Is he not? One, two. Is he not fourth on the all-time home run list? Yeah. He is fifth on all-time doubles. He he legged out a double last night. He can I mean, run he got for a big boy. Doubles. I'm not sure. I can't remember what number they said, but they did say he was fifth. Because I think Pete is Pete Rose is second. Yeah, at like seven sixty some. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. something like that. Um, but for a boy his size to leg out that many doubles. He's he hasn't not, hit a lot of doubles in the last couple of years, so no, this was all they, done earlier. It was all done so, early on, but I mean, that one year he had twenty home runs and had three doubles. I yes. mean, he's not. Yes. It's either a home run single or good luck on the double the strikeout. Yeah. I mean, he had, he hasn't. He's only hit one triple in the last twelve years. So right. I mean, he's not legging. Dude, that's got to happen at the right ballpark. Exactly, Yellowstone National <laughs> right. Park. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Pujols hit it into uh, Old Faithful for. So, Allison, if you're listening, we'll close out the baseball right <laughs> exactly. now because we know how much you're. Allison so loves in- when we talk baseball. Exactly, she does. Yeah, so. so, but so what else is going on with, in the land of Chenault? You're getting ready to go on vacation. We've got again. Uh, yeah, th- in three weeks we again. leave, so it's not getting ready. I guess we're again. Yeah, he's air quoting. Air quoting. We're, I'm, I'm told you earlier. I'm coming up on my one year anniversary of my original vacation. Yeah, that was to uh, Dublin Methodist. That was wasn't that August? 
It was uh, late late July, early no, it was late August, early September. It was like I thought it was like August sixteenth or seventeenth. You 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 were I went church. down. Yes. Let me see. I, um, you went. You you were not feeling good that Sunday at church um, yeah. before you went down. Correct. Correct. And. Um, and then it hit you really bad. It hit me hard that night, and I went okay, to you were either. here on the 15th, and I think that was the Sunday you came in and said, I'm not feeling good. And then on Monday, you didn't come in. You weren't feeling good. And then Tuesday, you said you tested positive, and I remember. And the only way I knew, the, the only reason I tested, I mean, and I didn't even need to test. I went to eat a steak, and I couldn't taste it. And so yeah. I was like, okay, so I poured pepper in my hand and licked it, and I couldn't taste it. Like, well, this sucks. So you... But it was another week and a half before I went to the hospital. You missed, like, what, four Sundays? Yeah. Five? I think it was four. Yeah. My vacation. If if anybody ever goes on vacation and feels like that, they're drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not much of a vacation. Well, speaking of drinking... <laughs> um, <laughs> I did hear, I know, right? It's a segue. I did hear that during the whole COVID thing that people who drank um, a shot of whiskey a day, it helped keep the COVID away is what I've heard. A shot of whiskey a day keeps the COVID. That's, I didn't know that. that. I have to ask, um, we'll have to ask Clint if that's true. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's good to know. I mean, they, they say hot toddies are really good too. Like if you're having throat issues, a little honey, little, little whiskey, little tea. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's what I hear. That's what so. you hear. Air quotes. That's what I. That's what I hear. <laughs> but no, uh, it's yeah. We're looking forward to going to the beach uh, with my parents, and Good, that'd uh, be but fun. that's not toward, toward the end of the month. Yeah. And uh, my kids, we we've got a countdown running on the phone, and you know, trying to count that down. We we leave. We're going to go to their house for a couple of days, and so we'll leave in three weeks. <laughs> okay. Um, for that, and then get up and leave it will cut the driving down to head to the beach because it's about a 10 hour drive from here to the beach we're going to holden beach Ooh, that's a long drive which is an hour uh, north of myrtle it's in southern north carolina and so we'll go to virginia and then that way we won't have as far of a drive on that saturday when we that'll actually go to the beach but that'll be really good but yeah looking forward to that kids are doing good they um have been swimming a lot and up until this year have really not learned how to swim like i've tried to teach them i was a fish when i was their age i was in the water all the time i was water skiing at the at age five my my grandfather had a pool so you were an actual fish i was a fish i had gills and everything they have went away over the years but um but no i love to swim and and so but my father-in-law worked with jordan there a couple of weeks ago and got her swimming and so now when we go to scott's pool the only thing she wants to do is go off the dive dive high dive oh really it's not really a high dive it's like three, four feet off the water. When Tall enough. When you're that age, it's a high dive. Um, and then just this past week, we, we were working with Christian some more, and my mother-in-law was working with him a lot. And it's like I've learned that, like, I can't teach them. Like, for whatever reason, I can't teach them. I don't know. And um, my parents threw me in the ocean when I was, like, six years old. So and they're either, like, <laughs> we're trying to feed me to the sharks <laughs> or trying to get me to learn how to swim on my own. I'm not sure. I'll have to ask them. Um, but, yeah, Christian got it figured out, and so now they're going off the diving board together and all that stuff. That's good and, to do. That's a good deal. But, yeah, they start uh, swim lessons next week. So the two that have kind of got it will get a little bit better, and hopefully Kennedy will take to it. That's really good, but I do not like swimming. Really? I don't like putting my self in other people's 
water. Yeah, where their bodies are. Okay, I just don't like that. Yeah, I can, so, I can see that from you. Yeah, I don't like it. So, you know, if we're in there together, I'm thinking, okay, Brandon's body's in here with mine, or that person. I just don't like it. So, I, I don't go swimming. There you go. You know, a hot tub though. Just, if I get the chance, you know that's no different, right? Well, I mean, it. I mean, when it's set at 250 degrees. I mean, oh, holy uh, cow! What hot tub are you getting in? <laughs> you put it. frazzle it down to your bone. Right? <laughs> What is a hot tub? A hundred degrees? Uh, yeah, between a hundred and a hundred and five or so. Yeah. My parents had one growing up on the back porch, and we I think the one we had a warmer. few weeks ago or a month ago or so when we went to the the cabin. I think it was a hundred and four or something like that, if I if I remember right. So it was toasty. That was your first vacation. Then you oh, just okay. came back from another vacation. And, uh, okay. And so, hey, you got to dish it out. You got to be able to take it, bro. If I took off the next six weeks in a row. And did not show back up. I would never have as many vacation days as you have had. Bull. Bull. <laughs> you see his face. Bull. <laughs> so um, just to let you know, I haven't brought up Justin Bieber and I won't. So let's go. <laughs> Moving on. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that, that uh, promotion's over, I think. I don't think Is they it? have it anymore. Really? Yeah. Was it only a short time? It was like a month. Yeah. Have you noticed that they raised their prices mm-hmm. again? Mm-hmm. Um, like I would get the coffee, cream, one shot of espresso, a year ago, and I'm not exaggerating. A year ago, it was two seventy five. I got it yesterday. It was three seventy five. Wow! It's raised a dollar for That's the same crazy. product. I just don't get the shot of espresso. See, I love it. I need to probably just get a machine, or you get a machine and just make it for me every day, and I can dump it in. I could. I could do that. Since you're the coffee man, I mean, you, you didn't you work at a coffee shop? I did when I was in high school. So you worked at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. You won a spelling bee. I did. Used to be a fish. I did. It's a lot of stuff. For I me. used to work you're, in an ice cream shop. My father in law owned an ice cream shop. shop. You're a you're a man of many talents. I am. I've worked in. I worked at GNC for a year. Sold vitamins and all that fun stuff. I worked at a men's clothing store at at a resort in Virginia. I caddied for golf. Yeah. I work for the Reds. I, I know. Okay. <laughs> Somebody was asking me, what did what did Craig do for the Reds? I said, I think he cleaned toilets. <laughs> yeah. Not, re- not really. No, not I'm really. not with sports service. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was the bat boy. <laughs> that was my son. <laughs> exactly. So so if you haven't figured it out yet, today's going to be a little different episode. We're just kind of yeah, we're, we're here. here we're here Thursday. to fill the gap in for a little bit. Exactly. But, um, I wasn't here Sunday, and um, I have not listened to the entire. No, we had some problems, so you can explain that here to everybody. Uh, we had some problems with the videos on online. Wasn't here in church, so if you haven't, if you weren't here Sunday. Um, plan to be here because you get to see the videos. Right now, uh, I'll let you explain about how the videos are working with YouTube, but I've only been able to listen to a short bit of Todd's yeah. message because started it out and then, you know, quit and and then everything. YouTube decided they were going to take it down. Exactly. In its so. entirety. But I appreciate Todd starting off the series yep. because sometimes it's not so easy to start it off and kind of lay the groundwork for that. So I really appreciate um, him doing that and appreciate um, just how he got that rolling. And even the topic that he picked, mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of a uh, kind of a good thing to you know to look at. So right. we, can talk, yeah, we can talk briefly, very shortly yeah, we'll, about we'll that. Yeah, we'll talk so through we that a little bit. Much, but but um, we had a little issue with uh, YouTube. 
taken down our live stream, so you know more about that than me. I just know it went down. Yeah, so, I mean, at the end of the day, we have permission to use the chosen video clips. Um, they they want as many people to be able to watch the chosen as possible. They They want to get this into every corner of the world, and we do think it's a, a great tool. Um, to drive us to our Bible. And Todd talked about that a little bit. I'll, I'll touch on that here in a minute. But um, the problem with it is, is, is that for obvious reasons, they still have to have their their content copywritten. Yep. Um, and so I get that 100%. Um, they own it, and, and it needs to be copywritten. So, you know, it's um, the, the algorithm on YouTube detected that we were using copywritten material. That's weird. They, they they could tell by the audio that it was the chosen. And so they first they stopped our stream in that moment. They just kind of muted it. It went black and there was no sound. After the video clip was over and Todd came back, it came back up and Todd's you know, Todd was still there. They opened it back up, but afterwards they took the video completely down. They blocked the video. Um even though, you know, we had, you know, eight nine minutes, 10 minutes worth of video clips from the chosen. They took the entire service down. So I have since went in, I've edited the service. Um, you can go back and watch the message, the worship, everything else, except for the chosen video clips will not be there. And so as Craig said, you know, if you're in the Richwood area, we would encourage you, if you're able to be here, be here. Um, because we do think that it is um, just a great resource to be able to uh, watch these videos in real time to understand where the message is coming from. Right. And, um, and so if you're not able to be here, there will be um, a slide during the video portion, and it will tell you where the video is coming from. And, and we're not going to give you the timestamp, so you just go watch that clip, but we would encourage you to watch the entire um, that entire episode so you have a good idea of the backstory of where the message is coming from. And so with that being said, um, we apologize for you know, any inconvenience there, but it is what it is when you're dealing with copywritten material. We knew kind of getting into this, that it would possibly be, um, a hurdle that we would have to, to come overcome. I didn't know that it would be this big of a deal because you actually used a video clip there a few months ago. I did from the chosen from the chosen. It was a lengthy, it was like six minutes. It was a good length clip and nothing happened. We didn't get any warnings as far as I know. And so, um, not sure really what happened this time. I know that the chosen is gaining steam. It is getting to be more, you know, wide known, um, more popular. And so that may be what it, what it was, or the computers just did a better job of detecting it this time. I don't know. Right. But, uh, but Todd, Todd started out on Sunday and he, um, you know, he started off by talking about the chosen and what it is. And and so if you haven't watched the chosen or maybe you have, here's what it is. The chosen is Bible based. It is a drama. It is thought provoking and discussion producing. And then more importantly, I think it is an encouragement for people to open their Bibles. You know, you watch the chosen and it doesn't replace reading your Bible. Um, it's a biblical drama. It's a biblical account of the life and ministry of Jesus. And, um, you know, and so, but it, what it should do is it should drive you to your Bible to dig into your Bible even more. And then he said, "What it's not? It isn't uh, a word for Bible, a word for word Bible text. Um, they have taken liberties. They they've given backstories. Um, if you haven't watched it, um, you, Simon has a wife. Mm-hmm. Now the Bible is not clear. We don't know if any of them right, were right. married. Any of them weren't married. Um, you know that 
for me is not a, a deal breaker. I, I think the way they've done it is is really well done. Um, and, and again, you don't know whether that's true or not. Um, but it is not a documentary with a main purpose of teaching in a factual manner. Again, it's it's designed to push you to your right, Bible. Right, right. Um, and it's not a Hollywood or big media production. This is completely um, free to anyone who wants to watch it, and it is um, it's crowdsourced, and so it is made available because people like you and me who say, you know what, we believe in this cause and we want to donate toward it. Mm-hmm. And so they're able to do what they do. They're able to pay the production team. They're able to pay the the actors and actresses. They're able to you know pay the crew, um, build the props, build all of that stuff is made possible yep. um, by people donating to the cause. And and I think it is a, a great a great cause. And oh, so, for sure, one hundred percent. And I um I, I think it's um I think it's a good thing to uh, for people to. To watch because as you're, as you're watching that, I think it does kind of get you to look at the Bible and to start reading the Bible. Right. Uh, because when I first watched it, there was a couple, I didn't do it all the time, but I did it several times to where, like the story when Jesus was calling Nathaniel. Yeah. Well, I actually went back and read that entire account. And so it literally had me read that mm-hmm. entire story, which I, um, I don't know that that's an account that you don't really land on much. Right, right. And that was a and it was very well done. Very well done. It was biblical. Very biblical. And when Jesus in the part where he is talking to Nathaniel, it is verbatim, word for mm-hmm. word, of what God's word says. And yep. I love that so much. And so it, it's one of those things to where you know, um, I think it does help. I, I think it does help. Um, you know. With, I don't want to say enhances the Bible, but it gets you to read the Bible and it gets you to look at it in a different way. And to yep. I think the way God wants it to be. And like you said, they take some liberties to explain, mm. like you know Peter being married and all that, which that's something. Let's admit that you and I do mm-hmm. when we preach. Yes. It's like I'll be like, and this is Jesus is saying. This yes. is like Jesus saying, or yeah. this is what I. Th- what he means by right. So we're taking a little bit of liberty mm-hmm. when when we do that. Yeah, I mean, I've even said before is like I can I can imagine Jesus in this moment being so frustrated or rolling his eyes at the Pharisees or you know we we cast those emotions we cast those actions onto them. Absolutely, we do. Sure. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, um, as long as we stay uh, centered and stay with you know where God wants us to be. And right. um, so I'm really I, I think it's a good thing. And I think it's a th- a thing that um, if people have again, if you have not watched the chosen, I think that if you've not watched it, um, I would encourage you to start watching it. But as you come to church or you um, you're here watching these clips, I would even encourage you to go back and um, watch the um, you know watch that episode, mm-hmm. the, like you mentioned earlier, watch the entire episode, right. And, and to do that. So. Well, and that's, you know, it's, it's no different than, it just helps you get, get the idea in, in completeness. You know, I'm, I'm going to be reading from, I think it was Matthew 25 this week. And, and I'm reading a pretty lengthy section, but I'm going to tell everybody, look, I would encourage you to go back and read the entire chapter because the entire chapter is very good. Yeah. Um, we just don't have time to be able to Matthew read 25. it all. Matthew 25. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just so you guys don't so you know, 
we've done I, we might have already told you this but this month you know we're doing the whole month of July five weeks of the chosen Todd started it off and then Brandon's going to be Sunday and I'm going to do the next week then Brandon's back up again and then I'm going to follow up on the on the last one so uh, you get you, you only get me twice this month so that's good for some of you I guess right. so but uh, but what I like about this is that you know Todd has been passionate about the chosen for such a long time, long before I even right. jumped on board yep. with it. And you know, he'd talk about it. He'd even talk, bring it up in staff meetings. And then when I watched it, you're just like, you can't help but not like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's. I've watched the entire thing, and I don't see any cheesy parts in it. No, and that's the thing because most Christian exactly. based films, and that are was my holdup. That was my holdup on watching it too. It was right. like they're all cheesy, but I mean, we've watched it as a family. We have watched, I've watched through, I've watched through a lot of the episodes twice because I would start to watch it with Allie and she would fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I'd have to watch it again with her. Um, but we watched it through as a family and we got to the end of season two. And now like every, I don't know, once a week, Jordan will ask me, dad, when's season three coming out? When's season three really? coming out? Um, did get an email from Dallas Jenkins. I mean, obviously it was. From the chosen, he doesn't email me directly. Like, hey, Brandon, what's happening? So Hope let's get this well. correct. You want a spelling bee? You I worked did. at a coffee yeah. shop. You get email from Dallas okay. Jenkins. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Dallas is the producer of the chosen. He's the one that that dreamed up the whole idea of it. Um, and there's going to be a live stream this Sunday night, and they um, are going to kind of highlight some stuff, have some of the cast on, interview them. But they are also going to show. Um, they're going to release a special episode. They're going to show you one episode. Of season three, and the entirety the the entire like the episode. entire episode the entire episode that's the way I read the email. So it's already edited. It's already done. They've began um, to edit. They're they're still filming season three, but they've began to edit some of the filming, and so they're going to so show. So they an don't episode. do all the recordings and then edit it all at once. It's every episode. Yeah, they've got a, they've got a team that's working on okay. editing while they're still recording. Oh wow! And um, I mean, it's a huge production, and the. That episode, that scene, or episode, is only going to be available until midnight Sunday night. Really? And that is the, uh, that's on, that's good. Is that on Brigham Young or is that on the Chosen's web, website? That's on Brigham Young. It's going to be Brigham Young? What do you mean? What, Angel what, what, Studios? Is that, was that what that Angel is? Angel Studios, yes. And that, is that Brigham Young, though? It's a Mormon based. Yeah, yes. that's it. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Do you know Brigham Young? I do know who is he is. Steve Young's great, great, great grandfather. Is that true? That is, yeah. I got something else to tell you. We are so off base now. I grew up a 49ers fan, so. So I, I got something else to tell you. That's kind of like this. I don't know if you've realized this or not, but that Jimmy Buffett. Oh, gee, here we go. And Stephen Curtis Chapman are always in the same locale when they perform. So, like, if Jimmy Buffett's in Cincinnati on a Friday and Saturday, Stephen Curtis Chapman's in, um, Indianapolis on Sunday. It, it's it's uncanny. Sometimes he's in the same city, but if you watch their tours, I think that those two are the same person. Just me. And moving on, everybody out there in podcast land, please pray for Craig because his brain doesn't work right. Uh, you know what? Um, you are okay. lying. You're not lying. You're not lying. <laughs> Sorry, I got us off on that tangent. But yes, you can. Um, that will be available. It may be available on their website too, chosen.com, I think. Um, but it is available on the Angel Studio app as well. 
in that. Perfect. I'm not sure. I can't remember what time the live stream starts, but you can you can look that. And up. that's this Sunday night. That's this Sunday night. Right, yeah, well, have to, that, that'll be something to watch. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, what if it, what if it's the first episode. episode or if it's? He did not say. He just said an episode. I don't even know if they're recording them in order. Okay, so you have till midnight to watch it, and it's going to be hit hit post at what time? And then it's I'm not sure. I'll have to okay. find out. But yes, you have till midnight to watch it, and then it's going to be like RCC this past Sunday with YouTube. They're going to remove it. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So Sunday, Todd did talk. He, he showed a really, probably one of the most emotional scenes, like the one of the most intense scenes um, in the first two seasons, where all of the disciples are sitting around this fire. And they're talking, and, and really what they're doing is they're arguing back and forth. And um, Jesus, you kind of know from the beginning of this scene, is off, and he's healing. Yeah, he, he's he's been in, and he's been healing all day. And people just continue to come with him with their sick and their lame and everything. And I, I don't want to interrupt you, but you, I think I, I don't think we realize the magnitude of Jesus doing that all day long. Right. The mental and the physical aspect of Jesus being involved with people all day. Um, you know, just think about when you're involved with people all day, how you feel. So mm-hmm. keep that and go. Yeah. And so Matthew four twenty three through twenty five says, Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all. Over Syria, and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed, and he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. And so Jesus in this scene is is really off scene for ninety nine point nine percent of this scene. He's really you just yeah, know, you're right. You just know that he's off. He's healing. The disciples are kind of coming and going. Some of them will be with Jesus for a while, and you won't see him. And then some of them are back in there. This whole scene is just this com- big conversation about you know what what are we really doing here? What's what's going on? They're not sure. They right. don't even know what's going on. Right. And um, but the scene that Todd showed, they're sitting around. It's beginning to get dark, and they're sitting around the, the fire. And they're talking, and then they begin to argue about the sacrifices that they've all made. And Peter, um, Simon, you know, jumps on Matthew, who has had, uh, you know, a life of luxury because he, as a Jew, has been working for the Romans and he's been taxing right, the Jews. Right. And, and he, you know, has had money and he's had all this stuff. And so Peter is like up in his grill. And yeah. then James and John, um, you know, get up in Peter's grill and then Andrew stands up. And so they're fighting back and forth about these petty things. And all of a sudden here comes Jesus yeah. and he's walking and you just hear the, the laboring in his breathing. And he's actually walking like, like kind of slumped over. Yes. If I, if I remember he's watching that over. Scene. He's, you can tell that he is just beat. He's exhausted and he barely looks at him over by the fire and he kind of raises his hand and waves and he says, good night. And he keeps walking. He goes to his tent. He starts to take his sandals off. And his mom, Mary, comes over and she helps him and she washes his feet and wipes the blood. He's got blood on his face where he'd been dealing with people. Mm-hmm. And she wipes that off. And, and she was like, you know, he gives her a hug and, and a kiss and says, thank you, mother. I don't know what I'd do without you. And, and earlier in the scene, it's, it's so neat because yeah. she, she's like, I don't even know what he needs me for. You yeah. know, I gave birth to him. That was all great and everything, but he doesn't even need me now. So there's this moment now where it's like God's giving her right, this right. glimpse of, yes, yep, he yep. still needs you. Yes. You are still his mother. And, and well, so, I think the aspect of that whole that whole story, if you if if, if you don't mind me saying, nope. is that um, you know it, it actually 
this is what I like about the chosen. It throws the human the humanity aspect without changing God's word into the into yep. the equation. So you do have Mary. You mm-hmm. do have Mary talking about I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, here's the, here he is, God in the flesh. He is the savior of the world. What does Mary do for her son? Cuz it's still her son, right? Right. Absolutely. So what does she do for them? But I also think when you're looking at that 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 could be any mother or father who has children who are older. What do I do with how how do they need me anymore? I mean, right. do they really need me? I mean, what can I do for them? And so there, there's that humanity aspect. And the other humanity aspect of it is, is that Jesus was God in the flesh and that he got tired, he got worn out, he got hungry. And he, when he walked by everybody who had been sitting arguing by the fire, he's just like night and he just keeps on going. The other aspect of the humanity is the disciples sitting around the fire arguing back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, and they're, and it's like us. Yeah. We're petty. Yep. We're stinking petty about everything. We want to follow God, but we still cling to our stuff. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. And so sometimes, you know, we have to we have to sacrifice. You know, we have to sacrifice those pettiness and those feelings. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people realize. Let me just put it this way: sometimes I don't realize how petty I am, and I'm going to just say everybody else doesn't know how uh, petty uh, that they really are. And um, I, um, I just think that um, we need to acknowledge God and sometimes set aside our what we think we want to get out, you know, our, our opinion, our, right. The things that we want. I love the scripture that Todd used. Um, and it's, um, I can't even see that. It's the next one. What is that verse? Um, Matt, Matthew, Matthew 20. Yeah. Or sorry, Matthew 16, 24 through yeah, 27. This is Jim, Jesus said to his disciples, and this is huge. This is huge. And this is for all of us. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Forever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, but they forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory and with his angels, and then he will reward each person according, are you ready for this? And this is what gets me, according to what they have done. Yeah. So, that's good or bad, right? Correct. According to what they have done. So if I'm selfish and self-centered, I'm going to be rewarded for according yep. to what I've done. If I've lived my life and given my life to Christ and I've sacrificed and mm-hmm. I've done that from my heart and I've done all these things, I'm going to be rewarded for the things that I have done. You know, I don't want to be rewarded for my selfishness or my pettiness because I, I, I don't know what that's going to look like and I don't want to do that. So it's really hard to – I think as a human being, it is really hard for us to fight against ourselves. Absolutely. And I'm just going to say yep. this. You are your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. You are 100% your own worst enemies because you know exactly what you wrestle with. You know exactly your insecurities. You know exactly where you're weak. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we try to overcompensate or we wall ourselves off to, to play defense. And I'm, right. and, I, and I'm speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking that I do the same thing. And so it's really hard to release that back to God and to di- deny myself, to take up my cross and literally follow Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, and that verse honestly, it it could be translated, you know, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must make sacrifices, take up their cross and follow me. You know, that that idea of denying yourself, that's exactly what that means. To exactly. Make, to make sacrifices to, you know, sacrifice what you want over what God wants for your life. And so then Todd um Todd gave, I think, four sacrifices that we need to make as Christ followers, as disciples of Jesus. And the first sacrifice is sacrifice the idea that it's all about you. You know, that's essentially what you were just yep. talking about. Yep. You know, we 
you know, we get in that mindset about, you know, well, we, we've got to take care of ourselves first. No, that's not what God has called us to. Right. Um, it's all about Jesus. It's all about his mission. Um, sacrifice number two is sacrifice our need to fit in the culture. How relevant is that one? It's um, very relevant because I, I think as a Christian and even as churches, we want, we feel like that we need to fit into the culture. In, right. And what makes us different if we fit into the culture? Right. What makes us, what makes the church different if we fly the, um, gay flag over our church building? Mm-hmm. What makes us different if we jump into Black Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make us difference at all. Right. We're not because part. The gauge is always God's word and God's word goes against, um, the pride flag in the gay flag. God's word goes against Black Lives Matter and what they stand for. Mm-hmm. We're not talking just the the cliche right. Black Lives Matter. I'm talking about you go to their website mm-hmm. and you look at the absolutely you look at what they're trying to do and the garbage that that website yep. says and who's in charge of that totally against God. Yep. So I would never ever support that and I preach against it. I go against it and it it, it is what it is. And um so there's a really big need and there has been the big need and I and I'm just not talking about the last couple of years but I'm talking the last 20 mm-hmm. or more yep. where the need for the church is to fit in. We have the emergent church that has been around mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. where it's like we just need to include everybody wherever you know you know people are like, you know, Jesus accepts you for where you are. Yes. Jesus accepts you where you are because you can't do anything to make yourself better. Correct. But as you've accepted Jesus Christ in your heart and you've repented of your sins, there is a true heart change to where you start to what change and you yep. start to do that out of your love for Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't it second Corinthians five seventeen? And one of your favorite verses, yep. if anyone is in Christ, he's a new create creation. The old life is gone and the new life has come. Yep. Well, if that's the case and I used to dance in the street in my underwear for pride I'm not going to do that anymore because I realize that goes against God's word. Right. If I used to go around and have premarital sex before I was married, I'm not going to do that anymore because God's word has changed my life right. and Jesus has taken hold of my heart. It's not that I'm trying to do it to make myself better. I'm doing it because I've done a 180 degree difference because of what God has done in my life. Right. So I think when, you know, I don't, I think Todd made the exact assumption there that that was 100%. That's a great one. It's a sacrifice or need to, to go against culture, culture and right. fit into that. Yep. So, yep. But anyway. Sacrifice number three is sacrifice the right to hold on to past hurts. How often do we do that? You know, he now he went from preaching into meddling. It's, I love this quote. C.S. Lewis. Gotta love C.S. Lewis. Everyone thinks forgiveness is a lovely idea until he has something to forgive. Mm-hmm. And so we do have to let let go of of past hurts. We can't hold on to that. We have to sacrifice mm-hmm. the right to hold on to past hurts. And the truth is, we don't have the right to hold on to past hurts. No. And the verse he said with that right after that was, yep. "For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you." So think about it. If you're if you're holding a grudge right now against somebody, and you're not, and I don't care what they've done. You have to forgive them. Doesn't mean you condone them. Doesn't right. mean that you're going to make restitution with them. But you have to forgive them. And if you're holding that grudge and you're holding some something in your heart, then guess what? Your heavenly Father's not going to forgive you. That's in the Bible. Yep. I don't care how long you've been 
kind of Christian, how good you think you are. If you've got something that you're holding against somebody, you know what? Shame on you. Yep. You need to change it. So if you forgive and, other people when they sin against you, your Heavenly Father will also forgive. But if you do not forgive others of their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. And can we be real for a minute, too? No, like, let's be fake. Okay. Okay, now go for it. When you hold a grudge when you don't forgive somebody, even if they don't know that you're going to forgive them, even if it's just for you and your heart, you're forgiving them. It's hurting you of holding on to that unforgiveness way more than it's hurting them. 100% it is. It's affecting you. It's affecting your spiritual walk. It's affecting your, um, what you can do for the kingdom. And it's, it's not affecting them the way that you think it is. Well, I'm going to you know, hold that against them. I don't know who said this. Um, I was thinking it was uh, John Piper or somebody like that. We'll go with that. He's yeah, good. Tony Evans. But it was like, and I'm, I, and I don't have the quote in front of me, but this is basically the quote: is that unforgiveness works like um, cancer in your body. Mm. Um, unforgiveness will work as cancer in your spiritual realm where it continues to eat away at you little by little, and you don't even know that it's taken over you before it's too late. Mm. And I think when you have an unforgiving heart and spirit, you're you're bitter about a lot of things, and you're angry, and Mm -hmm. you point out people's faults all the time. And I know we are all like that to some degree. Right. um, And especially for long-time Christians, and this this is the thing I don't understand about the church. And I never have understood this. And granted, I've been in church for a long time, and I've been doing this since 1984. And I've never understood this, and I probably will never understand how Christians literally will get sideways with each other. Right. And they won't talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And they'll give each other the cold shoulder. They're as rude as rude can be. You wouldn't even treat a stranger like that. But I could go to a bar tonight, get in a fisticuff over who's better. Uh, Joey Votto or Pete Rose, and we could get in a fisticuff about it. And by the end of the night, we'd give the the man hog, buy each other a drink, and we're friends as we walk out. Right? Why is that? How can you work things out better sometimes in in the world than you can in the church? Right. So that goes to show me that we don't have forgiving spirits, and that we're holding on to something because you wronged me, and I have my rights. You have no rights whatsoever right. as a follower of Jesus Christ. The only right you have is that what Jesus Christ has done on the cross for you. Yep, and He's our King. He's our master, so we have to follow him whether you like it or not. Absolutely. So, I mean, I won't make that argument with you because I'm on your side there. I, we know who's better. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. <laughs> Anyways, the last sacrifice that Todd gave on Sunday was the sacri- um, to sacrifice the resources of finances, energy, and time God has given us. This is a huge one mm-hmm. because a lot of times as Christians we feel like, oh, give my money. I'll write a check. Mm-hmm. I'll drop some cash in. But sacrifices of resources, finances, and energy. Energy is a lot. Yep. And your resources is you get you serving God in a place in, in the church or in the community. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we're like, well, I'll just send my money, but I'm right. going to go camping this weekend. I don't, I, I'm not going to fault you for camping, mm-hmm. but do you need to camp every weekend? Right. I mean, I get it. Right. I, I 100% get it. I love camping. More, you know, as much as the next guy. Um, I'll, I'll write a check to the church, but I won't be there for several weeks because I got to make sure my kids are in soccer or baseball or football. Right. Really? That's the most important thing. You, you almost have to get to the point where you really have to evaluate where you're at and who you are. Mm-hmm. And 
when it gets to the point of sacrifice and and try not to do it from your perspective. Right. I'm giving money, so I'm okay. Right. You know. Wait, but, was that last week you talked about how God understands me? Yeah. God understands me. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, and the the verse that Todd read with this here as he closed was Matthew nineteen or Matthew ten thirty nine. I can read. I promise. Yeah, right. He said, "Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it." Mm-hmm. You know, God has called us to give our resources, our finances, our time, our energy to advancing His kingdom. Exactly. And like you said, you know, sometimes that means serving in in church. It may mean serving in children's ministry. It may mean serving in in worship ministry. If you would like to serve in worship ministry, let me know. Um, you know, I'm on, doing announcements this the, week. There we go on the stream team. <laughs> you are doing announcements. Um, it, it, but it may be serving at the New Path Pregnancy Resource Center. Exactly. You know, it's it may be serving you know at the Hope Center in Marysville or the Food Kitchen in Columbus. You know, but it, that's what God has called us to to give our time. And, um, yeah, just a, a good, good reminder, four good reminders there. It is very good. And, um, I really, uh, I, you know, as we've talked, uh, three or four weeks ago, we were all looking forward to this series. And so I'm looking forward because it, it it's a little different and I love mm-hmm. it. I love Absolutely. that. I love that. So this Sunday you're up correct, and you're going to be talking about what's the, uh, give us a, give us a, um, not the clip noted version, but give us the nutshell version. So yeah, I'm going to be talking about my clip comes from season one, episode four. Okay. And that's the episode. It's really all about Simon. Simon's got himself in a heap of trouble and they pull onto shore and Jesus is standing there teaching some of his students, some of his disciples, and he can't be heard that well. And so he asked to get on Simon's boat so they can hear him better. And he gets there and he, he teaches this parable of the net. And then the big miracle of the fish happens after yeah. that. I'm not doing that. I've debated. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've got enough hot air. I didn't have enough time to add that in. And so, um, but we're going to be talking about the parable of the net yep. and what lessons we can learn from that parable. There's so much in that, what, three, four verse parable. Um, really good stuff. Exactly. Well, that's going to be great. And, um, that'll be awesome because I'm looking forward to that and where we got to go. And then the following week, I'm going to be up. I think that's a, 17th or something? 17th, yep. And uh, we're going to be talking, I'm going to be using John the Baptist, and I cannot wait. That's a good scene. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. You would use that scene. I would use that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I can't wait for that. um, So thank you again, Todd, for uh, for getting us kicked off and where we need to go. Literally, getting us kicked off of YouTube. (laughs) Exactly. He literally got us kicked off in the series and off of YouTube. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Uh, just to let you guys know that uh, Women of Worth Wow is going to meet at wow. Richwood. Yeah, Wow, Richwood Park this Saturday, July 9th. This is for ladies 18 and over. You can register at richwood.church forward slash women. And brunch starts at 10 a.m., so make sure you mark that down. And then Tuesday night is monthly night of prayer, 6 o'clock here at RCC. And this is July 12th, Tuesday night, so hope you guys join us for that. And then have you guys heard about the uh, school supply giveaway that's coming up? It's going to be on Wednesday, August the 3rd from 6 to 7 at the Richwood Lake Shelter House. And we're going to be packing bags on Sunday, July 31st right here at RCC. After second service. Exactly. So please check the display in the Welcome Center if you'd like to help and provide supplies. There's You can pick those off so you can help out with that. And there's what needs are there. And you can help pack those bags on July uh, 31st. All you need to do is sign up at richwood.church forward slash sign up. Correct. I'm getting better. You are getting re- better. I, you know why? Because I'm reading it. Exactly. 
And so, um, yeah. I think that's it. What else is going on? I think that's about it. You know what? No more? What's that? No more? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, like like we said, we just wanted to uh, since we didn't, we were all busy on July fourth, and I was yeah. traveling and had things to do yesterday when we were getting back, and everybody was jammed up. So we decided to throw this in today and hold us over till Monday. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we only got three days for grounded again. I know. I was kind of glad that you didn't want to do it yesterday because I was like, I really need to put a bow on my sermon. I really need to finish it up, and I was able to do that. So. I should have looked at you when you said, and what are you talking about this week? He's like, I'm preaching this week? He actually, when he said, uh, I really need to put a bow on my sermon, that's not actually what he said. What he told me is he's like, I need to wrap this up. I need to put a Timbit on my oh, sermon. Gee. And with a... Those aren't available anymore, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Got to be honest with you. The cherry ones were all... They, they need to keep those cherry ones around. I, I had one of those. It was good. They they actually were all good. They, they were, but the cherry ones, for some reason... A couple of the other ones had, like, white chocolate chips on them. They were rolled in white chocolate that. chips and something else. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We'll help see if they have a leftover beanie and t-shirt that you can wear. When they you might. Preach. I should. I'd wear a beanie. I would. Tim Beebs beanie. So, on that note, do you have anything else? Anything exciting coming up? Let me see about this. Um... No, it seems like um, I can't believe we're going to be we're second week in July already. I know, right? Well, not really, but we're next week. We will yeah, be, and no, absolutely. Um, so we got halfway through the year almost. Yep. My um, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> you're like, are we we're having fun? Are we having fun? <laughs> we're having fun. All right, perfect. Uh, Let me know when that changes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm good. I hope you guys have a good day, and hope you guys are. Um, keeping safe and the weather's changed a little bit so that's awesome yeah um looks like in the low 80s the rest of this week so yeah it's gonna be I, nice. I, I can't complain much you'll find something to complain uh, you're about. right i will but I, I won't complain much okay well hey thanks for listening we do hope you have a great day and we will catch you on monday thanks for listening to this special edition a little late better than never craig you have a good week you too See bye you guys. <laughs>